You're listening to Whiting Words. I'm your host and leader, Deb, and my members and I are back at it again to discuss a K-music-related topic. Thank you so much in advance for listening. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to Whiting Words. Tell your friends to search Whiting Words or Unpopular K-pop Opinions on most major podcast listening platforms. We also have an exclusive forum for Black K-pop fans. More details are in the episode notes. Our intro and outro song is called New Vintage by Armani. The whole point of the archive series is to give life to interviews that I've done in the past as a freelance K-pop writer because that's the nature of being a freelancer. It's never guaranteed your work will actually be published anywhere. So with that being said, I don't have explicit permission to give the whole audio, but I will be sneaking in a few sound bites and then Larissa will be reading the rest of the answers. But before we get to the episode, make sure to check us out and other Black Into K-Pop Coalition members on GoodPads app, as well as podchaser.com, which if you leave a review of any of our members on Podchaser, they'll be sending a lucky reviewer a $100 Amazon gift card. More details are in the episode notes. So for a little context, this interview actually happened just last year, about a year ago from whenever this is going to be published um, in February 9th, 2020. Uh, The name of the tour was the Movie Star North American Tour. And woo, the way I got this interview was interesting because my friend, first of all, this interview was messy because my <laughs> friends who said, first of all, this is like my friends, like my friend's a huge BY fan. So mm-hmm. that didn't play a huge role in why I wanted to pursue it. But I was just like, okay, well, he's not like Jay Park. So the, it might be more easy. It might, well, I could probably get a Jay Park because interview because I could if he was coming to the U.S. because I could mess it and I got press pass for his concert so actually let me not even say say that but anyways (laughs) I got this interview because my friend who's a fan of his said that he spoke English because that was the first question I had for her I was like girl does this man speak English because I don't have a translator and that's just too much work on my end yeah so, like have, be speaking english and then like have him speaking korean so we get there it's all cool um my friend the friend that's a fan of his is with me um during the interview and we get to him i'm like hi and he's like oh to the person that like led us to him who's korean um young like can you please stay no <laughs> he doesn't speak english <laughs> just like are you are you or not are you for real oh no you he's probably he probably had the pikachu face right he was just like y'all just gonna leave me with this like no so i was like girl what did oh, your yeah. friend do was she like oh she was like i thought he spoke english like how do you think someone speaks english i'm confused have you seen this man speak right it's not so, like G-Dragon. We've seen G-Dragon speak right. English. Like, I mean, G-Dragon be mumbling a little bit, but you get the gist <laughs> of what he's saying. But like, where have you seen this man speak English? Because he's not a word. Not a word. And like, obviously, there's nothing to speak English. I wish I spoke Korean. I've been trying to learn Korean for years and like, I've not really made much progress. Um, so I'm not like saying, oh, like, why does he speak English? And that way, I was just like, 
the absurdity of the situation was really yes <laughs> yes i was like i was fine just going to his concert and not like like it was nice to meet him but like I was just like, you know, I could have just experienced a concert. <laughs> that interview, like, it was fine, but it was just like, I really prepared to speak in English with him, and I was like, uh, oh. Uh, yeah. And then to add on to that, like, the guy, the guy that he was like, young, he was nice enough to translate my questions from English to Korean, but when I was, I'd look at him after like BY answered and he'd be like, oh, you can just get a translator to translate and transcribe it after. I'm like, it's like, that's so lame. Yeah. So I was like, so I have no idea what he's saying. So I can't be like, I can't ask questions that build on what he just said. I can't have follow banter. questions. Yeah. yeah. Or have banter. So I was just like, okay, cool. Um, Next question. So that's why the interview, when you hear it, it's very like question, answer, question, answer. Because mm-hmm. like there's no real like there's a language barrier. And I mean, again, I'm grateful to the guy that translated, but I was just like, wow. That's yeah. another story. I literally only got this interview <laughs> transcribed and translated just so that we could read it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, okay, I just want it out there. Because, like, I do think it was an interesting interview. However, now that I look back at it, a year later, I'm like, wow. I feel like my, I should have, I listened to his music to prepare. But mm-hmm. I feel like I should have done more research on him. Because I kind of felt like my questions were dumb now that I look back. I don't no, know. I think, it, I like the question where he was talking about where he gets um, his inspiration with the mainland. And how, mm-hmm. because of hip hop and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm just like doubting myself. I I was just like, wow, I I should have done way more research than I did. Like, I I feel like I did watch some Show Me the Money with him. I don't actually wait. Did I watch his season? To be fair, I haven't finished one Show Me the Money season, so like maybe I did it, but like yeah. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah, but what did you think of the interview? I liked it. I think it showed that. He didn't, he doesn't rap for fame or clout or to like have like a horde of like just screaming fans, but it's very much like, um, you know, like how hip hop artists over here, like they take their inspirations from their communities, or if they grew up in a specific place, they take inspiration from their experiences growing up in that place. And even though he grew up in Korea, he said that he still tries to embody that. Um, again, using the word that he used, the mainland of the hip hop from America, but trying to incorporate it with his own Korean experiences and upbringing, which I think was really cool. It makes for very authentic, like songwriting and raps, and also like the music that resonates too. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I also thought it was interesting his little bit about like how korean rappers they look at america for inspiration which is like a no-brainer we've been new but like, yeah the, the comment where he was like yeah some of them want to be rappers here or whatever i was just like that is interesting wait he said that about in korea or some want to be rappers yeah, hold on, oh. let me go back didn't he, yeah. he say basically okay let me read it again he said that uh let's see Okay, so let me see if this is the right sentence. But it means 
reminds them of America. Okay, let me mm-hmm. go back. In the Korean hip-hop scene, the word bonto, bonto, which is the mainland, excuse my Korean if I pronounce that terribly, um, but it <laughs> means, <laughs> well, not mean, but it's meaning reminds them of America or makes them think of America because hip-hop originated from America. So a lot of rappers try to follow after American hip-hop and want to become a rapper in America. But the bonto in my music won't be from America, but what he said afterwards. So, like, he said that some rappers were oh. rappers here. And I was like, hmm. hmm. A few names came to mind. <laughs> I want to say it because I, I want peace on this day. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Interesting. But you know, that also makes sense. I think one other episode, the cultural appropriation, where we were talking about how some Korean rappers are like, I grew up in the damn streets. I'm like, what <laughs> streets? Streets of Ghana? Gangnam? Hongdae, Busan? Zebu Island? Yes, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. That, yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, what episode was that? I feel like that always comes up in every episode, though. <laughs> Like, it could have been an episode of Rakaya. It could have been the first episode of season one where we're talking about black hairstyles on K- K-pop. Yes. Bro. Too much. Too, too much. much. But I was like, yeah, I agree. I was like, that makes sense because they be doing a whole lot. Like, they could easily just, just be yourself, bro. Just be yourself. Yeah. And sure, like, it'll be fine. Like, who am I thinking of? Like, Dean, for example. I know Dean's not, like, a like full-on Dean. rapper. Bro, we're still waiting for that album. Like, <laughs> what? Four years later? Right. Um, but, like, bro, there's so many rappers that, like, just do their own thing. They're not trying to emulate Black people and rappers here. Like, they just do their own thing and then be explicit about their inspiration coming from Black artists. And, like, those are the coolest rappers and coolest people. Like, yeah. I really love this one rapper, female rapper, actually. Her name is um, Bibi. Mm. And she, like, I can't really describe her because I don't want to describe her in a way that's not accurate. Um, but I just feel like if you're just yourself, it's way better than you putting on a do-rag, wearing grills, like, talking Getting about the dread. Like, you don't have to do all that. So what he said makes total sense. Yeah. But I also find that concept want to be a rapper here interesting. It's like, I'm sure you can be a successful rapper in Korea. Like, obviously, I'm not trying to say, like, put down your dreams or whatever. But I don't know. I found it very, very interesting. Because it's already hard for rappers that aren't Black. Because, like, here, especially because it's just, like, if you, depending on how you go about it, it just comes off super culture appropriative. Yeah. And then, like, you're not going to do well. Like, yeah, the only non- black well the white rappers that come to mind is macklemore but he did his own he's like yeah i love thrift shops exactly i would <laughs> put my little him but like at least he did his own thing and he's not like yeah i got my gold chain going to the thrift shop like that people would be like all right all right all right i mean i think giving him a grammy i think he won a grammy that was a reach yeah, that, that, was, that was too much. That was too but much. He did his thing. He did the thing. Is banging. <laughs> <laughs> or like, 
R.I.P. Um, Mac Miller. Oh my god, I love Mac Miller. And every time I think of oh, him, I just get sad. Like him, he was doing his own thing. Easy um, kind of does his own thing, but in a weird, awkward uh, way. That's all I'm gonna say. But I don't want no yeah, stance. Like, sure how dare? I'm not sure if I agree with that. He be like he be he be on he on thin ice, thin thin ice. Oh, then I take it back. Then <laughs> I mean, like I don't think he's done anything like super like explicit or like super obvious. But like the way he moves sometimes, I'm just like. Oh, it's shady. Oh, I only know the song. I mean it. And I was like, oh, okay, he's doing the little nerdy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Weird Al Yankovic type of thing. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do the thing. But then I didn't keep up with him. <laughs> oh, girl. Mm, yeah, you got. Mm. Oh, I have some tea to peruse tonight. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, man. I love yeah. this. <laughs> Another person that I think does his own thing that's a non-black rapper is Jack Harlow. Um, he did the song What's Popping," oh. and I'm so mad at myself that I thought he was black when I first heard that song because Homeboy says just joshing like one black rapper <laughs> said just joshing yeah like who says that so it's like oh, oh hit me white that makes sense like I think Twitter people were like making fun of people that thought he was black I was like wow y'all just read me to film it's fine <laughs> but that's okay that's okay, okay. Well, yeah, our two by our original point. Um, it's very hard for non-black rappers to make it here, so I find it very interesting that people there want to be rappers here. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, I think it's very obvious—not obvious, but it's like it makes sense. Like he also said, what they like imitate them or imitate yeah. rappers or try and to it follow the caricature too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not—it's just like a gimmick at that point. So I found that particular part of what he said very interesting yeah and i didn't watch so show me the money and kill bill are two tv shows that he was on and honestly i didn't really watch kill bill that much like i think i started the first episode but then i was like the concept of the show is so weird to me like i can't remember if it was fully a competition but essentially the prize is that you get to do a song with like DJ Khaled of all people. DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. I guess the objective is like, because especially then, I think Kill Bill was probably a year or so old now. Mm-hmm. But back then, like, DJ Khaled had a lot of hits on Billboard charts. Wow. And they're like, well, if you collaborate with DJ Khaled, like, that song's going to be a hit, obviously. I, I knew that was the logic of the showrunner, the show people. But yeah, this is very, very interesting concept. Major key. <laughs> Major key. <laughs> but, oh my goodness, I feel like this is going to have to be another episode. Yes. Someday about the billboard bubble. Because people put billboard on a pedestal. I'm just they like, do. does billboard charts really reflect what people are listening to? Because in my opinion, I feel like it's half and half, not really, but sometimes. I don't know. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a discussion for another day. My first question is, do you think this tour will inspire another album? Sure, of course. I found enough inspiration for another album through this tour. I had a lot of feelings going on during this tour. 
Okay, so what have you learned since your last tour in 2017? Firstly, in 2017, after Show Me the Money ended, I began my tour and I was a little bit, hmm, what should I say? A little arrogant. But this time, I think I didn't focus too much on how many people showed up or obsessed over the result, but more so just on the primary tour itself. What song on Movie Star means the most to you? For me, the song The Mainland and Gota Sade was the most meaningful. But honestly, they were all meaningful. But those two were the most meaningful to me because in the Korean hip hop scene, the word the mainland means, well, not means, but its meaning reminds them of America or makes them think of America because hip hop originated in, from America. So a lot of rappers try to follow after American hip hop and want to become a rapper in America. But the mainland in my music won't be from America, but it's from the ground below my feet. It's Korea. It's going to be Korea. Because I made that song from that meaning, it's meaningful to me. How has your religion influenced your music? My belief did not just influence and became a part of my music. It is also a part of my life. The changes in my life also come from that religion, and that life is reflected in my music. So, of course, I think the impact is huge. How was it collaborating with other artists on Show Me the Money and Kill Bill? Firstly, on Kill Bill, there weren't many collabs, and on Show Me the Money, there is a short collab, and it was fun. Just fun, but because it was a competition, in my mind, I kept thinking I needed to be the best. And when I actually was the best, I had a lot more fun. <laughs> How has your musical process changed since being an underground rapper to now a mainstream artist? Firstly, being honest, the underground and mainstream that most people think of are that underground artists are less famous and mainstream artists are more famous. But in reality, to me, I think my music is and has always been underground because I don't make music that a lot of people like to hear. But on the rise, artists become mainstream and then get big. But in my case, I believe my music will continue to be underground. That was the BOI interview. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes, hope you guys enjoyed. Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to Whiting Words. Our intro and outro song is called New Vintage by Armani. <laughs>